Welcome, everybody, to the special uh, Mass Effect 3 ending spoiler episode, I guess. I'm, yeah. I, I guess we've never really done one of these. Uh, I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Will. I'm Corey. Uh, so, well, let, let's get right into it. I mean, anyone that listens to the podcast knows I, I beat the game, like, a week ago now. And uh, Corey and Will's homework for the week was to finish the game so we could have this discussion. We just finished episode 35. Um, Eric is taking part in this discussion discussion having not played the game but he's interested in the discussion part of it so so welcome eric thank you yeah. i will be being spoiled for me tonight yeah. which uh whatever well you like you it. said you're probably going to forget a lot of the details yeah. you also have no context for a lot of the stuff that we're That's talking true. about so it won't really mean anything for you yeah i'm in good company yes we're drinking coffee now at this point because it's getting kind of late so we're, we're in for the long haul you know so, I mean, let's get right into the ending. For me, the ending, I think, starts when you assault the collector base um, to try and try and cripple Cerberus, right? Or did I say collector? Cerberus, Cerberus. headquarters. Yes, when, when you assault the Cerberus headquarters to try and try and take them out of the equation because they, the entire game, are, are undermining what Shepard is trying to do. A thorn in your um, side. They're, the, knew yeah. it. they're yeah. the pee under your mattress. Yes, they are. Is that yes, they an are. apt comparison? Definitely. No, they're the pee on the plastic part. You know, the you have plastic sheets. Mm. They're the pee that when you pee, it just collects in your body imprint and soaks your clothes. <laughs> yes, that is a worse kind of pee. Yeah. So that's the kind of pee it is. <laughs> Super pee. So, yeah, I mean, you assault the Cerberus base. You go through your stuff there, whatever. Um, once you get up to the top, you find that the elusive man is no longer there. Um, he, he already booked it. Very elusive. As he's wont to do. Yep, and you get attacked by his assassin sidekick, I guess, underling, yeah. uh, Kai Lang. Um, I'm so happy to kill him. Yeah, me too, because <clears throat> he was a bastard the entire game, too. He When he killed Thane, pretty much, shed a tear. That- well, the... The, the the cool thing about it was, and Thane says this, he's like, your assassin, the assassin should be embarrassed because he he got beat by a uh, a, ter- a terminally ill drill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Thane's on his deathbed, essentially, yeah. yep. um, in the game. He he stays in the hospital yeah. for most of the game. Um, that, no, that's that a really cool moment. And uh, it's one of the few times I chose the renegade option was when K-Lang was behind me and he was going to stab me. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna I kill the this same fucker thing too. if he does anything. Like I saw the renegade and I pressed it. Yeah, because the battle's over, and you won. But Kyle, you don't you don't finish off Kyleng. You don't like if I, it was me, I would have put a bullet in his head. Right. Um, right after you know he got killed, uh, you know quotes. I would have put a bullet in his head just to make sure he was dead. But you don't. Commander Shepard starts working on a computer. I had Edie and Garrus with me in my in in my squad, so I um. They were off doing stuff, and Commander Shepard was sitting at the Elusive Man's console. And yeah, Kai Lang starts sneaking up on you, draws his sword to stab you. And I did the same thing. Oh, yeah. I hit the Renegade button, right which, is, which has this really cool uh, animation where Commander Shepard spins around and breaks the breaks Kai Lang's blade with her, el- his I think or it's her elbow. elbow. Yeah. It's for me, it's a her, so I'm going to probably right. be saying her. Um, breaks the blade with her elbow and then stabs the stabs the guy with the. What's the thing called? The uh, Omni Tool. Omni Tool. Yeah, the Bionic, I Omni Tool blade or whatever. And then when he does it, he's like, "That was for Thane, you asshole." Yeah. And you're like, "Yes, yes, it was," because it was for Thane. And that's one of the one of the things I loved about um, how they did the Renegade and Paragon in this game is, mm-hmm. I mean, I talked about it in the first episode. We talked about Mass Effect. It doesn't. 
they work together to create a greater reputation. It's not one or the other. Right. Which, no, which, it's it's per, it's perfectly done, I think. Yeah, it I was think it's a it big fre- improvement. It freed you up to role play a little bit more. Yeah, and I did find myself doing a little bit a few of the renegade options because um I felt like at the, the, it's the end of the game, you know, like you have you have to win, you know. I have to I have to do whatever it takes to win at that point. And yeah. I, I hated Kyling, and I knew I knew doing the renegade option, he we were just going to put him out of his misery. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I did the same thing. How about you, Will? Did you? I did not. I looked away, and the renegade option, of course, popped up right as I looked away. Oh, see, I, I am always try. I try to be careful to hold on to my controller. Just let my too. controller down. Yeah, because right. a lot of times I'll sit down and grab a drink, and I'll miss something. And mm-hmm. that happened to me a couple. That's times. exactly what happened. I would was I wanted to do that. There is one thing that kind of bothers me about it, and I mean, I guess I can lobby this complaint at all the games is that you don't really know what the yep. option is going to do. Right. Um, it just pops up, and you're like, yep. uh, I guess. Because the one time earlier when I was in the Citadel, I was with the uh, – what are the guys that look like squids? Oh, the – Hanar. Hanar. Yeah, there was one of them that was, uh, like, indoctrinated or something and was working for service. Did you guys do that quest? Yes. And you mm-hmm. go in there, and uh, I the I think it was the renegade option popped up. And I pressed it thinking it was going to do one thing, but what it ended up doing was killing – I can't remember who if it killed the the Hanar or something. The the Hanar they, they were trying to upload something to their homeworld computer so that the Reapers would have an easier time with invasion. Right. And when you click the when you hit the Renegade one, you were saving the other Spectre that you were working with right. on the on the quest rather than rather than doing something to to stop what they were doing. You right. save the which the is what I didn't Spectre. want to do. I wanted right. to stop what he was doing. Right. And um, he's they say you know you're, the the Hanar are going to be wiped out now. Right. Like I didn't want that to happen. Like, right, I would have sacrificed the Specter guy. I hardly knew. Right, um, to to save the Hanar, but yeah. So I didn't know. I I thought that's what was what I was gonna do. I did the same thing. Yeah, and I was kind of frustrated. But I mean, you can't be perfect in the game. And right. I think I still think it's a cool feature. Is yeah. the the, yeah, the triggers and the cinematics? Yeah, I did the same thing as you. Can I ask a question? Yep. Do you cool. guys find yourself pulling the Renegade trigger a lot when it comes up? No, I usually don't. I yeah. usually skip over it. But this game, it felt more appropriate to do it than yeah. than the last game because because um, you're like because it's right in the thick of the fucking yeah exactly end of the world. Yeah, you were yeah. you really felt like you needed to take control of things, right. and that's the more Renegade option. And it did a great job after the whole. Uh, was it the, the when does Shepard get super frustrated and like angry and pissed off, and everybody tries to talk to him, and he just was real that, short? Was Is that it, for Thessia? Yeah, it's after Thessia. Yeah. Which when they, that, that was great. That was amazing watching that. I agree. And I agree. and it just made me want to just kill everyone and like yeah. everything afterwards was renegade, renegade, renegade. Yeah. You guys also though didn't pull a renegade a lot. I probably did more than these guys. I would assume. I did it more in the in the second game. That's for sure. At I, least at least with this playthrough that I'm doing right now, this was supposed to be like my good character, oh, um, okay. my Paragon character. But I did do some renegade stuff. Yes. Yeah, one I, of the, I pull it just about every time. Yeah, and um, one of the things people kind of have a hard time wrapping their head around is that doing the renegade option isn't like the evil option. No, not at it's, all. It's just uh, a different shade of good. Yeah. You know, it's the 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 more end justifies Taking the means. A different route. Yeah, it's the more the end justifies the means shade, which is important for the theory. Yeah, that I think we're on the same wavelength. We're going to talk about. Are you familiar yes. with that at all? Okay, we'll get there. Okay. We're almost there. You're going to blow your mind. So, yeah, after <laughs> – yeah, because I did so much research on this when, <laughs> when I got done. Um, so, yeah, after you, you know, you figure out the elusive man is gone, he uh, 
he heads back. Does he head back to Earth, or does he? Do you know he went for the Citadel? I don't think it ever says where he goes. Does no, it? No, it does. no. Okay, but but you 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 head back to Earth after that because that's when, or you can. There's no more missions available. I think I went to the Citadel and there was like well, nothing there. Yeah. Also, we forgot to mention that you talked to the Prothean Vi, and he tells you about the Catalyst. Oh yeah. right. Which uh, you try to build a basically a ship. The Crucible. A uh, Crucible, which is like a gun that it takes out the Reapers. Yeah. And you need the Catalyst to help direct it, and you find out that that's the Citadel. And what K-Lang, the elusive man, did was warn the Reapers of that. So the Reapers... Yeah, they, they warned the Reapers what they were what what you were going to do. So the Reapers took control of the Citadel, which made everything so much harder for you to accomplish. Yeah, they took control of the Citadel and moved it to Earth, right? Yep. Um, because they were, that's where the brunt of the Reaper forces were, were was at Earth, and that's where they... Um, it had the most protection, mm-hmm. so that's where they moved it. So yeah, you go and you, yeah, head over to Earth. Um, at which point there's a really awesome cinematic where the entire fleets that you were able to amass, uh, you know, come out of the Mass Effect relay and start attacking the the Reapers that are hanging around on Earth, and that was really incredible. It was like seeing all the different ships from all the different races, like just coming together to to stop them to stop the reapers because yeah. you see the quarians and the geth yep. <clears throat> coming together and then yep. the if you're able to help the quarians and the geth i've i've heard of some <laughs> things where the the all the quarians were wiped out or all the geth, geth. were wiped out geth were wiped out mm-hmm. wasn't it really awesome when they all just like actually destroyed the reaper though yeah and the reaper just exploded there's a lot of amazing really cool moments in the in the game and yeah and i think my my theory was um, that they didn't want to blow their load too early with all the problems I had at the beginning of the game. I mean, I think that that was right on because it definitely just picked up as the game yeah. went on. Built yeah. so much momentum. Yeah. Did you Everything feel got bigger and better? Yeah. Did you feel like your concerns about Cerberus were? Do you, do you really think that was a plot hole, or did you kind of figure that out? Um, I mean, it, it it was a plot hole because it, it took me out of the game at the beginning. I right. mean, yeah, they justified it later on in the right. game, but it would have been as simple as, as I said, you know, when they're on Mars confronting each other to have a conversation before they kill each other. Yeah. You know, because I didn't feel like that tie was completely severed severed with Cerberus. Right. But as soon as you land on Mars, they're shooting at you. Yeah. It's like, mm, I don't know. But, right. yeah, I mean, the game the game was a lot better than the impression I gave of it. Um, right. My first impression, anyway. Right. Okay. So yeah, once um once the battle starts, the Normandy kind of breaks off and and heads back down towards Earth to you know start the. I don't even remember specifically what you were supposed to do once you got down to Earth. You and another uh, cargo ship type thing is supposed to land and take out uh, one of the Reapers that were shooting down ships that were trying to land. That's right, and there was this crazy like bright flashes that were going during that battle yeah because i see it was probably almost three o'clock in the morning when i started doing this so So it was really late so my some of the details are a little sketchy at this point Mm -hmm. for me but yeah there was a crazy like flash that was going on during the battle and i was like oh my god it it was disorienting for me because i was tired (laughs) um so it it made it feel that much more like real Mm -hmm. for me i guess uh Oh, see, like I said, the details are kind of sketchy. Like, don't the, you... the other ship gets shot down, the other so you, gets... you have to destroy it yourself, right? Instead of just fighting off the <clears throat> the forces while they get ready to take it down, right? Okay. Um. So you, yeah, you do that, and then you meet up. Is that when you meet up with uh, Anderson? Well, you meet up with Anderson because Cortez, who is your flight 
pilot the whole game ends up getting shot down and crashes and dies. That's right. Does he die? does he end up dying? Mm-hmm. He never made contact with me after like after that. Yeah. See, I don't recall at this point. I should have written all this stuff down, but well, because like the it, it gets shot down and it just flies down and blows up. It's a huge explosion. That's right. That's right. Okay. And I was like, no. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah, because he was there for you the whole game. Um. So th- then, do you meet up with Anderson? Can you guys play this like Corey? Did you beat it last night? I beat it Monday night. He or called yesterday. Yes, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. He got um, Shepard calls out to any allies, uh, alliance uh, ships around if he oh, can help come pick them up. Okay. And that's when you have to hold 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 all those guys off while you wait for the extraction. Kind of, kind of like the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly it. That was really hard too. And I was playing on hardcore, hardcore, so it was it was pretty difficult. It was hard on normal. So. Okay, and then after you get picked up, is that do you get is that when your ship gets shot down, or do you make it to? I think you make it. Okay, you make it to meet with Anderson. Yeah, and you can talk to all your squad mates yeah. over there. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that was a really <laughs> cool moment because you got to talk to all the all your squad mates from both this game and then and then last game too mm-hmm. you know people that weren't necessarily there that were helping you but not necessarily with you at that point and yeah. it really built up my nerves for what i was about to do and i was i was almost vomiting because i was so nervous about this last final push and battle that you know you were going to do every character for me it was like you know we made this is going to be a tough battle everybody was like kind of bleak about it except javik who was the dlc character he's like you guys got this yeah see i didn't uh do you I want me to talk about him, him after like in a little bit, do they do, like want me to mention? You like, can bring him up, yeah. What do you, or whatever you have. For um, him. he's a. <clears throat> well, you go to uh, what's the colony? Eden in, Prime. Eden Prime, exactly. Uh, and you find that there is this <clears throat> Prothean who is in a cryotube that got preserved from his time during the war because they wanted to have a Prothean voice for the next time the Reapers attack. So basically, you spend the mission trying to get data to be able to hack into the thing and bring them out. And when you bring them out, you basically get like the inside look of what the Protheans were like. Uh-huh. So he was a really cool character to have. Yeah, see, I didn't get the From Ashes DLC yet, but I got my when I got my points card today from Tiger Direct, that's one of the things I'm going to use it for because I didn't want to get it on day one just out of principle. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to get that. And he's pretty good. I've heard it's pretty cool. Yeah. He's, the, he's the got some Prothean awesome powers. Character. Oh, really? Yeah. Like not normal. Mm-hmm. Like he, one thing, like he has like a green uh, like glow in the like character that he uses it on kind of turns like into the husks type thing and just kind of like explodes. Oh, that I was kind of hoping for a cool character like that in the game. That, that was one of my letdowns with the game was the, the characters that, that your could be your squad mates. I wasn't, I mean, I like Garrus. Yeah. Um, Garrus is one of my favorites, but really yeah. like, I never really liked Liara or Tali. No, um, I liked Edie. I always used Edie, Edie was a great character and I thought, yeah, she was very well done and, and flushed out and everything. But like, just the fact that they added just another, human like james i don't yeah. know like they could have had the cool prothean guy you yeah. know well they did for dlc <laughs> exactly it's bs yeah it, it no, kind of bugged me yeah i didn't i didn't i never really used james i didn't care for him i mean i know you have to use him at the beginning and i i liked when he crashed the yeah the ship into the thing i was like oh that's kind of cool but i never re- like i well, wouldn't that, i wasn't he, gonna use him what did he do after that i wasn't gonna Nothing. use him so yeah. yeah um and they killed off like the cool mass effect 2 characters too so Legion, yep. Morden, Thane. And they didn't... <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Well, he's not even listening. Yeah. 
trying not to. <laughs> I just wanted to stay here. <laughs> I don't blame you. And then they make the other cool Mass Effect 2 characters into war assets. Yeah, yeah. it's like you spent all that time learning about those characters only to see them die. Yeah. And uh, okay, I'm sounding pretty bitter about the game. I no. do I do love it overall. I'm, but one of my I'm other complaints is that like the, I feel like you hate it. The priority <laughs> missions are are basically like cookie cutters. It's yeah. like choose your enemy, you know, uh Cerberus or um the Reapers. Um take a character from Mass Effect 2 um and you know have them be at that mission and then it's like choose your landscape and that's your mission yeah and it's just like it felt like that over and over again until like the last few when you finally right. went to cerberus and like stuff changed up a little bit yeah <clears throat> i don't know i just I had my problems with it huh? um did any of you guys feel that way at all or not really not i, really I didn't notice it anyway it was this it was that I way mean, every time i mean i kind of noticed that when you were going to help out help out one of the council races that you did three or four missions for them yeah. to help them what, do whatever they wanted to do yeah, yeah. And for then, each member of the council yeah and then and then you kind of moved on but i it was really, predictable i didn't notice it until after i talked to somebody um about it later yeah and i was like yeah i guess you're right but i, I didn't notice it when i was playing it, it kind of so. bugged me because it's like oh there's a mass effect 2 character too bad i'm not going to get to play as him yeah you know yeah and i really had hope for legion i thought legion would be the one that you yeah, get yeah so did i and it didn't didn't come through that way yeah no i wouldn't have minded seeing more mass effect 2 characters actually being able to be your squad mates other than Gar- i mean garris was with you and liar was with you from the beginning right. and ashley and a- question. ashley was in the first one Tally. question yes yeah. so since i didn't play mass effect 1 are all the characters you get to use mostly from the third game or from the first game? First. First, yeah. Fucking A. Well, I mean, you, well, you'll know Garrus. You'll oh, know, okay. You'll know Liara. Oh, all right. Because yeah, uh, they're in one and two. But I'll still know them. Tali. Tali, yeah. yeah. And you saw Ash. I don't even know Tali yet. Yeah. Is there anybody from one that wasn't in the game? Any playable characters at all? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Did anybody not make an appearance from one into two or uh, one into three? Your squad mates in one were Rex, Caden, Ashley, Liara, oh, so all there. Tally, Harris. Yeah. And I, I mean, I understand why they did that from like a, a programming perspective because if if your squad mates died in uh, two um, and they have to be in three, it's hard to make them playable. Yeah. Um, it's 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 kind of hard to program all that stuff if you have to program a substitute too. Yeah. No, I didn't know what you mean. It's the same reason why they never refer to Shepard as he or she because yeah. you can choose a male or a female. Yeah. So they just always just say Shepard. They, they would have to add in all that, all those dialogue yeah. things it's just a, for male and female. It's a programming workaround. Yeah. And it, it made me curious, though, because, like, if Morden died in your Mass Effect 2, who helps you cure the genophage? Yeah, well, that's just it. There's w- ways you can. I actually wanted to try this. Ways you can in Mass Effect 2 have Shepard be the only one that survives. Yeah. And I want to see how that plays out in the third game because, yeah. Ooh, I mean, yeah. then you're not going to have – well, you'll have Ashley. You'll have James. You'll have Edie. Um, but you won't have, you know, Garrus. Uh, Liara is not technically one of your people that you. She was with so, the Shadow so, yeah, so she would be, she would be. But you wouldn't have Tally. Yeah, um, no Tally, no Garrus. Those are the only two. Yeah, those are the only two from <clears throat> carryovers, I guess. I think so. Yeah. That would have been part of your squad. Tally anyway. and Garrus. Yeah, that's it. Man, if everyone died from the first game, yeah, or second game rather. Because so I guess there is a way you can do that, that Shepard's the only one that survives. And you can do it where everybody dies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then you can't continue that game into Mass Effect 3, even if Shepard if Shepherd dies. I thought there was a way you could import that. I guess, no, there, no that wouldn't make any sense. No, because Shepard's that? dead. That's silly. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, I Super guess. Super silly. Um, we're kind of all over the map, but yeah. there's so much I want to talk there's about. There's a lot to talk about. Well, we're talking about the characters. Yeah. 
or do we want to finish no go ahead going through the no the that's end fine and then no because once that. the ending once we start talking about the ending that's probably all we're going to talk about until the actual end of this episode uh, okay so um yeah one of one of my favorite moments was when morton cures the genophage yeah. that was the moment that really hit because morton was my favorite character right and i like his no bs just like yeah this is my thing i'm doing it and yeah and shepherd's like uh i forget what he says Oh, he's like, I'm sorry, and Morton's like, I'm not. If not me, then who, or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, Yeah, other people would make mistakes. Yeah, other people would screw it up. And yeah, I was that, like, you're right. That you're was right on. very touching. And then he starts singing right yeah. before he gets blown up. Yep. Yeah. That's great. He's very sad. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't care. I didn't, not that I didn't care about Thane, but I never, I didn't really use him. I mean, I talked to him other, other, you know, a little bit in the second game, but I was very, very sad when he died. And, yeah. And, well, Mass Effect 3. That was the saddest moment in the game because, like, you go in there and you start saying the Durrell prayer. Yeah. And then when he's, when Thane actually dies, <clears throat> you go to Thane's son and go, why are you saying that? He went out a hero. And the son from Thane's son says, he already begged for forgiveness yeah. from his gods. The prayer was for you yeah. to achieve your goal. Yeah, it's a very, very touching moment. Like, yeah, I, I've shed several tears playing this game, so I'm glad it was really late at night and the wife was asleep so she didn't make fun of me. <laughs> Because I know she would have. Another another great moment in the game was when Gar- you you and Garrus go up to the top of the yes. Uh, the, what's it? The Presidium. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, start it's it's target a, target yeah. shooting. It's like going on the roof to hit golf balls, but yeah. in Mass Effect you're going up to do target shooting. Yeah, that's great. And yes, then you miss. Did you miss on purpose? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I said to myself, I'm like, if it lets me shoot, I'm just gonna miss on purpose. But it actually gave me the option to miss on purpose. Yeah. And Garrus is like, yep. I'm the best shot in the galaxy, and you're just like, yes, you are. <laughs> no, Shepard says that 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 that's great for helping us if we're if the the targets. Oh, if the re, uh, if the targets rebel or whatever. Yeah, if the tar, tar, or was some, it like a some can? kind of can of something yeah. rebels against us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. A good moment, and I mean, when Rex or not Rex, when Grunt, you think he's oh, dead? Yeah, and the with the ra- with the Rachni stuff, yeah. and then he comes out just covered in blood. Limping. Limping out. Yeah. I wondered if he could die. Is that a potential? I don't know. I, I'd be interested to see what happens if you killed off the Rachni Queen. You know, if you just get yeah. that, that entire um, Krogan, oh, I, Krogan I, I squad. I actually think I read it just doesn't happen. Really? That whole mission just I doesn't think, happen. I think that's what I read. So, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Is Grunt scripted somewhere else then? I don't know. Is he the only one that didn't die from two? What do you mean? Like two specific uh, Miranda. Character. Oh Miranda, right? Oh yeah. no, there's more about her. Jake oh Jacob, Samara, Samara, yeah, yeah there's Jack. a lot. Jack, there's another. I think there's another one. Did Legion die for you guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's a way where he doesn't. I could be wrong. I, I don't know. I I think I heard that when you tell him to stop, I think Legion tells you that it's not your choice; it's my choice. Right. I think that's what happens, and he turns hostile. Oh wow, that's deep. My favorite thing is when Legion calls him Shepherd Commander. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. Shepard yeah. Commander. I hated that mission though in the inside the the Geth. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, uh, it was because it was so closed in and dark and it was just weird. I hate. It felt like a time killer. Yeah. Like, okay, run over here and blow these up, and you have to blow see these a up bit in of story. order to see the story. And it's like, just deliver me the story. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna do this. I'm not gonna fail at doing this. So right. don't make me do it. You know, if yeah. it's not a challenge, there's. You can't die while you're yeah. doing it. If there's not a challenge, then what's the point? It's yeah. poor game design. Yeah. Whoever made that level should be fired. 
Maybe it's already happened. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. You are done. I mean, it was cool because it was different, but yeah. other than that, like, I was just fed up with it. Yeah, because I thought there might be some enemies at some point, but they're not. not was there even like anything that. to find in there? Was there items? Uh, no, ju- it was just the the little bits and pieces of yeah. the memories of the Geth first coming to be. And yeah, I mean, you so. could have done that in a cutscene. Yeah, know? exactly. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I agree with you on that, 100%. Yeah. Okay. How wait? How about I wanted to bring this up? How about when Legion like actually sacrifices himself to give all Geth intelligence, and uh, the big Geth Prime start running over, kind of all goofy oh, to yeah. talk to you, and you're like, "Whoa, oh, what you are think we they're going to attack?" Yeah. yeah, you're like, "Oh <laughs> crap! Did I make the wrong decision?" And he just runs in goofy, and starts talking to you. Yeah, and then was... they and then they start helping the Quarians rebuild mm-hmm. and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. <clears throat> But that's that was my character that I used to smooth everything over. I'll, my Renegade playthrough, I think, will be pretty different. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the um, in the dialogue choices, the Renegade options, I always had more fun with. Um, yeah. Like just the stuff that comes out because of it. Like after Thessia, or not after Thessia, when you're on the ship with Tali, the quarry or the Geth dread, Dreadnought trying yep. to disable the weapon, mm-hmm. and uh, the Quarian fleet decides to blow up the ship with you on it <clears throat> after you do it. Mm-hmm. I got off the ship and gave the Corian Admiral peace of mind. Oh, uh, what for? And that was that was fun. Like, yeah. watching them argue and stuff. Yeah. It was heated. And same thing uh, after Thessia, Joker. I went to the front of the ship to talk to Joker, and he made a cracked a joke. Yeah. And I was in no mood for that, so I told him. <laughs> nice. But he kind of put me in my place. He's like, uh, you know, I have a, a family on a small colony somewhere, and he's like, don't tell me about you know sympathy. And all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, Joker, <laughs> sorry, buddy, you saved my ass several times. And he's like, I let it go. I'm trying to crack jokes because you're extremely stressed out. And somebody, I forget who he said, told him to do it, but huh. like uh, Anderson told him to keep Shepard sane or something oh, okay. like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why Joker was cracking the joke, and I made him feel like a jerk, and then he made me feel like a bigger jerk, <laughs> and it's a great moment, you nice. know. <laughs> okay. All right, so back to the ending. Um, so after you get your, you know, talk to all your squad mates, you, ha- you head out with, you know, what forces are left. What's, what was the name of the Hammer Squad? Hammer, Hammer Squad. Hammer Squad was the squad that they were going to go, they were going to assault. The Citadel. The beam. No. No, they were going to take out the um, the Reaper oh, that was yeah. in front of it. Yeah. Because there was a Reaper in front of it and they couldn't get through until mm-hmm. they killed off that Reaper. And what do the forces, they get wiped out? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it depends on what you're. Well, there's, this is where your galactic readiness counts. There's still a there's lot. different companies. There's like they say like Bravo Company, and yeah. Echo Company, and all that. And you're you're part of the company going right up the middle, right? Your squad. That's where the the heavy forces are, right? And when you get to the point where the rest of the companies were, you see they're all wiped out, and it's just you, your squad there, yeah. um, with the the Makos the with the missiles on yeah. the Makos. I don't know. With they, the, yeah, so. the, the missile launchers, which are supposed to shoot the what do they call them? Destroyers. The Reaper. The Reaper. I don't know which class. I what they're called. Class Reaper. That was. But yeah, you're supposed to fire the missile when it when it tries to fire its beam. Yeah. And of course, you can't right away because there's something wrong with the targeting. I don't know something the silly. Interference with the tower. Interference with the tower. Oh right, because the thing needs to get close enough to you to do it. Um, so you have to fend off some enemies, which is fun, and that was the, probably the hardest fight I had yeah. in the game was I right outside. I was constantly reviving my squad squad mates in that because they would pretty much die immediately. Yeah, because not only, not only is a Reaper shooting at you, there's like three or four Banshees going around. A couple Brutes. Some Brutes. Yeah, it's it's pretty intense. Yeah. That was a very intense battle. <clears throat> that one actually, my squad mates died, and I think I was out of med, Medigel. Mm. 
when I got the okay to fire the missile and I just ran over and, yeah. and hit it as I was that's, getting shot at the the whole time. Yep. But I don't that's the thing. I don't think you can finish off cuz I tried to finish off the enemies before I went to the missile and but they, they just, just kept keep coming. coming yeah. yeah. So you have to run over and 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 press the buttons on the missile and it fires and blows up the reaper did we say why you're you're doing that because you're trying to get to the citadel yeah to go up to the citadel yeah there's a beam um like a transporter that takes you from the earth ground to the citadel and i don't know you have to get there to to open the wings yep so the crucible attach the crucible fit the crucible on it yeah Mm -hmm. because they they close it up and as a defense mechanism i guess yep so so yeah you blow that up and is that when you're you make, you make the sprint. You make the sprint because the Reaper on okay. the guarding the Citadel realize they re- realize what you're trying to do, so they send one down to stop you. Okay. And it's you, your squad mates, and Anderson's squad. Some yeah. randoms, yeah, coming out. And you, yeah, you just sprint down, which is a great moment. That was it awesome. It is. It was really cool. Um, and I was dodging left and right, trying to avoid the thing, and mm-hmm. you get, I would say, within what thirty yards of the beam. Yeah. And Get you, you get hit, blown up, and with a reaper. Beam. I thought I was dead. No, oh, yeah. the character I'm was like, dead. and I thought because you hated the ending so much. I'm like, if this how if this is how this game ends, this is the worst thing ever. And yeah. I was expecting something as bad as that. Okay. Um, I was really upset because I have my like two favorite characters and three in there it was Garrus and Ashley, and I was like, oh my god, did they just die? So I didn't know until right. doing the ending. I was I did not want them to die. Yeah, in a little bit you wake up kind of <clears throat> very disoriented. <clears throat> a lot of your armor's blown off. It's charred your skin. Yep, charred your skin. You're all bruised and bloody. And limping. And you get up with your pistol, and uh, you kind of limp towards the the light, um, the beam. Yeah, there's a there's a couple guys that come out at you that you got to blast in the face. It's almost like at the beginning when you're shooting the the robot in the head after she tried to kill Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you dispatch those guys and go into the beam. Which beams you up into the Citadel, a part you've never been been before, and you make note of that. You mention that to Anderson, because Anderson also made it up up there, up there somehow. Uh, and there's, like, dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, the, the Citadel is covered in dead bodies. Yeah. And the the, uh, the the collectors are still on there? The Keepers. The Keepers. The Keepers are yeah. still on there. Just hanging out. Yeah, they're doing something. I don't know. What I never do. figured that out. Yeah, they're just kind of going through the bodies, it looked like. Yeah. Um, so you kind of you start walking. Uh, I don't know. You walk down an aisle, and then it opens up, and then there's like stairs. So you go up into the stairs, and well, you're talking to Anderson through the whole thing. Yeah, you're talking to Anderson back and forth a little bit. Um, and when you you make it up to this platform with the computer thing, and you see Anderson there at the at the thing. Um, I didn't really get what was wrong with him at the time, but was he indoctrinated a little bit, Anderson? Yeah, because he's he seemed a little like disoriented, and and so did Shepard. So I couldn't really tell what was going on because he's almost like like a zombie. Yeah. Um, well, that's that because the elusive man takes control, like because he's indoctrinated and he's got. Like, you mean powers. before that though, right? You're, you're saying yeah, like before the, the elusive man shows up. Yeah, yeah, because he like turns around and it almost looks like he's not in control of his body. Yeah, yeah, that's because um, and he's just talking. That's because the elusive man will. Must have done something with the computer turmoil is what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was a little confused by that. Before part. we get into the, the big theory. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's – I think the only if, – if you're telling it like it is, I think um, he's just messed up from doing the same thing you just did. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah. That, that I mean, that's my best guess. Yeah, just just battered and disheveled and yeah. Okay, so yeah, you start talking to Anderson, and the elusive man shows up. And I I guess this can play in out person in person for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah, it plays out. It, it can play out in a bunch of different ways. He's indoctrinated too. Um, yeah, he you figure out that he's been indoctrinated, and that's why he's been sabotaging. He, he thought he was helping, but he was. You figure out that that's why he was kind of sabotaging Shepard, and whether or not he realized he was indoctrinated, he was. And uh, with my uh, Paragon options, I got him to eventually realize that he was indoctrinated, and he eventually shoots himself in the head. Mm-hmm. See, you know what happened with me? I didn't have a high enough Paragon to do the final Paragon option, uh-huh. so I had to give him some bullcrap response, and then he takes control of Anderson, so then you had to shoot him. And oh, then, you had to shoot Anderson? No, I well, <clears throat> I did the Renegade, so I shot the Elusive Man, but Anderson kind of like fell down and looked like he was dead too. Yeah, see, the Elusive Man shot Anderson on my playthrough. Really? Yeah. Well, doesn't... Shot him in the stomach. Doesn't he make you shoot Anderson, too? Isn't there that moment with the with the gunshot? Yeah. You, you're pointing the gun at him, and then there's a gunshot. That's right, And then yeah. they both go, oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I... Yeah, he did make me shoot Anderson. Yeah, I think he does that in every shot. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every okay. playthrough. Oh, so that... Uh, but, yeah, I, like, will kill the Elusive Man with the Renegade option. Okay. Which felt good. Yeah. yeah. See, I just made him kill himself. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't make it. He, I, I guess, liberated him enough that he wanted to kill himself. You too good. But yeah, he, he, is that when he exposes his whole plan to control the Reapers and all that yes. stuff? Yes. yes. He, he lays out his whole plan, which finally comes out. Yeah. I don't know if that's the first. I think it's the first time he actually comes out and says, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to control the Reapers. Yeah, you get a little bit of that information peppered in in the... In the Sorry, the, headquarters. Yeah, in the campaign and stuff. Um, so, yeah, yeah, after that happens, you... Go over to the computer and open, start opening the wings of the thing, and you kind of collapse next to Anderson. Sit there and have a moment where you, you think it's over. It's a great moment because you're looking out at yeah. Earth and all the destruction and planes flying around, and you and Anderson are just sitting there like yeah. we did it. Yeah, Anderson says that he's proud of you. That was a great moment. <coughs> and then he uh, he goes quiet, so he croaks there, passes, um, and then. Hackett comes to you and he's like, you know, the the on the intercom. On the intercom, he's like, the crucible's not doing anything. I think you need to activate it from your end. And you're kind of like, you you get up and not really up, but you kind of crawl over the computer terminal and pass out. Yeah, because I mean, it shows you like dripping blood. Blood, Yeah, there's blood everywhere. You kind of pass out, and then you get lifted up on a platform up to another level somewhere else, and you come to to see. The what's known as the Star Child. It's actually the catalyst, which is the Citadel, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, explain the Star. It's that kid that you saw throughout your dreams. Well, that's the form he takes um, in your eyes. But yeah, does it, it said does it? It doesn't say that though, does it? It doesn't say. It never says that. But I mean, it, it is the little boy that you see, right? Um, and basically, what he is is the catalyst and the Reapers, right? Um, together. Yeah. He explains that he, the Reapers, are a way of controlling civilization so that uh, uh, synthetic life doesn't kill off organic yep. life. Yeah, that they that's why they harvest organic life before they get to the point where right. 
uh, synthetic life can take over organic life. Yeah, he says, like, organic life is chaos, and before um, the chaos creates, like you said, synthetic life to destroy it, it, they wipe out humanity. Um, And they leave the lesser races for a chance to rise up on their own. Yeah, because they say that that last time, you know, humans were left alone, which was, was it 50,000 years? I think but there, but there's a brief thing in one of the games where it's uh like a you have an account of a caveman that actually sees a reaper and I don't know if fifty thousand years ago. Yeah, I think it was fifty thousand <laughs> years. Um a caveman sees a sees a reaper and maybe describes it in a painting. Yeah. Well that's cool. That sounds I don't right. remember that. It was on the first game on a cool. planet you landed on. It was a very, <laughs> very side thing that you wouldn't notice if you didn't Play play the game as much as yeah, I did. No, that's cool. Uh, one thing about the <clears throat> races rising up, Javik mentioned multiple times about how the Asari couldn't read or write. Uh, the Salarians were eating bugs with their tongues, and humans were just cavemen and all that. Oh, okay, yeah. so that's th- cool. That's what when you said yeah, that because uh, the Protheans are probably aware of all the different all the oh, races yeah. and what they were. Yeah, like when Liara was talking to Javik about trying to get information, he's like. This is baffling. The Asari could not read or write. And yeah. We were trying to teach them <clears throat> everything. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's funny, too, is they mentioned that the Reapers never went to the plant, the planet where the Shadow Broker was from, the Yogg. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were too primitive at that point, must be. Wow. Insane. Yeah, I never, I, I just, just caught that. But, yeah, that, that it must be they're too primitive to, and they were going to be the next species to ascend, I guess. I, wow. So anyway, after all this stuff has spilled out to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, you are left with, I was left with three options. Same here. I wasn't, I, apparently if you didn't get a high enough galactic readiness or effective Four, military uh, force, you, 4, didn't, you only got two. I don't remember what the number was. You can get only got well, just one options. option, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Which, if you don't do well enough, the one option you get is control. I can't remember. Okay, so you're, <clears throat> so you're given three options you're given well because that's what the best endings give you you're given three options you can choose to control the reapers which is the blue paragon quote mm-hmm. unquote option and uh as the the, the star child is uh i don't want to call it star child because that doesn't sound right catalyst catalyst yeah as the catalyst is explaining that it shows a picture of the elusive man mm-hmm. headed, heading towards that one because that was his plan. That was, that's what he wanted. Yeah, to do. and and um, after the Star Child kind of or Star Child Catalyst explains that option, uh, Shepard goes. So the elusive man was right in how he wanted to win the win the war. Uh-huh. Um, and the Catalyst is like, yeah, he was right. Um, the next option is synthesis, which uh, merges organic and synthetic life, which is. I don't know if they don't show anybody. That's the actually the last option they give you, but it, because it's in the middle, I'll talk about that sure. one. Ask. And that's actually what Saren wanted to do. Yep. Um, and they, I, th- I read about that. La- I didn't figure that out at the time, but I we read need, about yeah. it later. Yeah, but too. that's that's what Saren wanted to do. He wanted to to join the Reapers and use their tech in his own body. Um, so that's that's what he wanted to do. And the the other option is to destroy the Reapers, which was your plan all along. Which was the plan all along. That was um, the, shaded as the red Renegade option, but it shows Anderson headed towards that thing. And sh- I don't know, does he shoot the wires or whatever to cause the? I don't remember seeing any of what you're talking about. Yeah, because it it gives you like when he's explaining, it gives you a br- like a just a brief, brief. flash of oh, okay. what's going on. I must not um, have processed it in my maybe head. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not, because I didn't either. I didn't know that until I read it later, but that's, oh, okay. it was the elusive man. They didn't it, this, They didn't show anything for the Saren, the synthesis yeah. one. Um, and then the Anderson 
going towards the red one and shooting which, the red one. Which is the one the catalyst says, if you do that, you know, that's the worst decision it's you can gonna make. It's going to destroy all synthetic life in the galaxy. Yeah. He says, including <clears throat> the Gath, who Edie. helped you, and Edie, um, and... And the Reapers themselves. The Reapers themselves, and also Shepard is in large part synthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a lot of synthetic parts in you, so the... the the catalyst is very adamant that you don't pick that one. Yeah, and and also for the reason that because of it, there will be nobody to clean up the chaos in the galaxy, which will lead eventually to synthetic, synthetic life over, yeah. taking over yeah. permanently. Yeah, be, yeah, the galaxy anyway. Okay, so uh, what what did you guys pick? I picked destruction. I didn't even think about it. Okay, I the, picked control because I did not want to kill off the Geth after Legion has been so helping and okay. Edie who. Became V. It was already VI, but like broke away from Cerberus to help you. Yeah. <clears throat> um. I also picked Control. Um. For this, for the same reason, I want. I didn't want to destroy all synthetic life. I didn't want to get rid of the Geth because I. I kind of grown to like the Geth. Same I felt. Yeah. I felt bad for the Geth after I saw what the Corians were. The kind of the ones that started the started the war between the the Geth and the Corians. They were the bad ones. Um, that. So I, I felt bad. I also wasn't sure if choosing the destroy option would kill me too. Um, I, I wanted to preserve Shepard's life as much as um, everyone else's life, so I also chose the control option. Plus, it was the the Paragon option, mm-hmm. apparently, and that's allegedly. I, I wanted to be the be the Paragon. I wanted to do the Paragon. That was my Paragon playthrough, so I wanted to, you know, do the Paragon option to see what happened. I don't even, like. I don't. I don't know how I missed it, but I didn't know which was which. I actually had to ask Will. I'm like, wait, which option is which? Because I didn't know which was destruction, which was control, and which was synthesis. Yeah. I didn't at first, but I was, I was like, like, wait a well, how am I going <laughs> to figure this out? Because I had no idea, so I had to well, ask Will. I don't think it did a very good job of explaining No, that. it could have been done a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I chose destruction because, like, that's that's what I've been trying to do, is right. kill the freaking Reapers yeah. for the longest time. And, you know, say what you will about um, the synthetics eventually rising up, but, like... It's all about humanity, in my opinion, and yeah. that's what Shepard is fighting for. Yep. Not just humanity, but organic, organic life. life. yeah. And that's what he's fighting for, and anything that opposes that is against my uh, beliefs in Shepard's, too. Right. At least I thought. Right. But people chose otherwise. Okay. Um, what? So what did you think about the ending? I thought it was great. Did you? Yes. Um, because after you make your choice... Yes. Um, you they they show some cutscenes and stuff like that, and what happens is all the all the Mass Effect relays are destroyed. Yeah. Um. Essentially, setting back at least for my option, um, techno our destruction. Uh. Yeah. Essentially, setting back technology, hundreds of thousands of years or yeah. whatever. Um. And you see Joker in the Normandy <laughs> crash land on a jungle like planet, mm-hmm. and out of the Normandy walks Joker. Um, Ashley for me, and I think the last one was James, but I'm not sure. Okay, what happened with that was one of them was supposed to be your love interest, right? Yep. And the other was one of the squad mates that you brought with you for the final battle. Uh, I mean, it was it had to have been Garrett. I had I brought Ashley and Garrett with me. Same with me. So maybe Ashley had you covered for both the romance one and the, it and could the have squad been. mate one. It could have been, and then yeah, and then James must have been. It was either James or Steve. The is that a name, Steve? The other pilot. The other shuttle pilot. Oh, uh, yeah, Cortez. Steve Cortez. Yeah, yeah. He, I think it was either Steve or James, but it must have been James because it's just squad mates, right? Yeah. Cortez dies. <clears throat> oh, okay. In the uh, shuttle crash. Yeah. So that happens, and then um, there's uh, uh, the uh, is the credits play out. Yeah. 
the credits play out and then there's a story is like a uh, wide shot of what looks like earth or no it's not earth because there's two moons right i can't yeah. remember there's two moons you see earth oh yeah there's two moons um of this voiceover of this older guy telling the story of commander shepherd to of his, the shepherd of the shepherd um to a younger child and then for me you guys didn't get this cuts back to commander shepherd in a pile of rubble and see i did get that because the next day i played through the ending again oh, okay and i picked the destroy option because i wanted to see if yeah. that happened and shepherd takes a breath and you're yeah. like mm. so for me um i could see why the closure thing would bother some people yeah because uh for me shepherd's alive my love interest is alive that's all i really care about and i achieve right. my goal right <clears throat> my well my complaint was <clears throat> i did all this work in the first two games sorry about my voice by the way that's why it's pretty bad don't worry about it <clears throat> But I did all this work in the first two games to make connections with all these characters, and I don't know what happened to any of them. Yeah. For me, who came out was Joker, Ashley, and Javik. I don't know if Garrus died. I don't know if Tally died. Yeah. Liara, Miranda, yeah. Grunt. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my my pro- problem with the game starts with the the Star Child thing, like. I feel like that kind of came out of nowhere, the catalyst. Like, I don't, I, I didn't hate it. I just never got a lot of explanation yeah. on, on the choices. And that's where it started. Um, the, the, all the endings, they say there's 16 endings. They're all the same. Yeah. That's um, the... With the exception of the one where Shepard takes a breath at the end. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that's really different. Um, everything gets us, either the Reapers take off or, you know, everything gets destroyed. And mm-hmm. all of the, in all of them, the Mass Effect relays are destroyed. Yeah. And they, the I mean, the, the joke on the internet is it's just a different color explosion. Yeah. That's the only thing that's different yeah. about the ending. And I saw someone tweet, <laughs> tweet the Bioware, um, uh, customer service thing. He's like, um, I keep getting the same ending. There's no difference. <laughs> and he's like, I'm colorblind, so I'm, I'm told there's different colors, but I don't see it. I'm colorblind. Yeah. Like, oh, you genius, sir. Hold on. Genius. Uh, I can understand that. My See, I'm the same thing with Will. The ending itself, as it stands, it's fine. It's fine. I don't like it. I would rather more more information right. at the end. Um, but You're not going to light Bioware on fire. No, 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 no. No, because it. the game was amazing. And yeah. and the, the ending, I was okay with. I just, same thing with Will. I want more explanation on what happened. Uh, why was the Normandy speeding away from everybody with some of my crewmates that I had mm-hmm. um, with me, like, during the, the run down to the to the Citadel? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why, what happened? What, mm-hmm. How did that happen, you know? I, yeah. want, I want to see what... What the you know? Because if you choose a destroy option, obviously, or any option, all the mass effect, mass relays are done, um, which wh- all which means everyone's trapped where they are. Yeah. Um. So all the fleets around Earth and stuff are still going to be there. Right. Yeah. Like what? What's what's that, gonna happen that was my 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 one biggest problem when i first after i first beat it you know i had some questions that came up right away yeah and, like what the fuck just happened yeah that was my question <laughs> that was my yeah it, i mean you're right it kind of came out of nowhere it was like a, a god from the machine type ending but it took it to that next level that not a lot of things do yeah and it it, it really brought into the, the question like of the meaning of life yeah which is a huge question, and I, I feel like it answered it pretty gracefully yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And part of the problem people are having um, is that, you know, it just kind of ended. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's that's what it's about. Yeah. You know, yeah. it kind of makes you think about the journey. Yeah. And actually, 
I read a very touching and I think the best opinion of why the ending is good on Kotaku by Kate Cox. Okay. And it's called Why Mass Effect 3's Ending Doesn't Need Changing. And I actually tweeted her after I read it, and I'm like, I thought your um, your description of the ending was beautiful. Right. And cheers. And she thanked me, actually, which is cool. Um, <clears throat> so I'll just read a couple paragraphs here. She says... And this is the taking taking the ending as it is. She says, right. perhaps Mass Effect 3 really is a bleak endor- endorsement of a joyless philosophy. In an argument between fate and free will, we are left with the, re- with the reasonably free will of the player against the stark and unforgiving fate handed out by the game's designers. And yet, to argue that Shepard's choices cease to matter, to argue that the player's input ceases to matter, seems to miss the point not just of the game but of existence itself. The player's control over Shepard's fate always was, in most ways, an illusion across all three games. But what a strong and passionate illusion it was. At the end of all things, when Shepard's story culminates in one painful, limiting final choice, the player truly feels the limits of the walls that a game puts up. We cannot ask a why that isn't coded, and we cannot force a happy ending through sheer force of will. Did Shepard love well? Did he do the best he could with the time that he was given to him? Did she stand strong against unrelenting odds and inspire faith and courage in others? Did the player laugh? gasp and cry while guiding the commander through his trials. If so, if so then Shepard's martyrdom and ascent from history into myth serves the purpose it was meant to do. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I mean, I see, the, I see, I totally see the point. As I said, I'm not even opposed to way, the way the game ended. It's just the lack of information about what else, you know, what else happened. I just don't think I, they did a good enough job. I don't think they gave us, they didn't give me the closure that I was looking for same here. with the series. I want, like, Other than that, that Shepard is probably dead or stuck wherever, you know. I like to think he's one with the galaxy now. Yeah, and that, well, that, no, I think yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. And Eric brought up last week the the article that he read that you know it's art and let them have the ending that they want. And I argued with him at the time because I was just going off what you had told me about the lack of closure and all that stuff. But I really feel like at this point, um, it does ascend into something greater than just you know a Star Wars in video games. Yeah, and uh, and and she actually, I think she says it in this somewhere that it's not it's not a tragedy or a romance or anything like that it's an epic yeah. it's it's a tale that transcends a character from basic humanity into something mythical and almost like a messiah like yeah being yeah and for me and i understand the complaint that i made all these choices in the game but they didn't they didn't seem to to matter yeah. um and i i get that and well, you know, it was a it was a uh, pretty much impossible task to begin with yeah i mean it yeah you're right but at the same time like i think the fact that you made all these choices along the way and there's not much difference in the endings is part of the story they wanted to tell. Yeah, the, there was never any hope anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and if you happen to get the... In my opinion, the best ending is the one I got. Yeah, that is the best ending. Yeah. Um, because Shepard is still alive afterwards. It, right, if, yeah. if if that's what you want, you know. Right. Some people would might prefer he's dead. I really don't know. It doesn't. I mean, I'm not even opposed to Shepard dying. I just, wa- I just want to know that you know my sacrifice was worth it. Because I, as I said, I chose the the control option, like for the for the for the first time, and you know it shows the the Reapers taking off and leaving Earth. But what after that? I mean, you just hear at the end that uh, you know stories about the Shepherd. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I what, want. I want to know what happened. Where the Reapers? And I, I'm not, I don't care. I don't want them to change the ending. That the way they have it is fine. Um, I have no problem with that. I just I want more information about well, it. Well, that, that's the thing. Then, then what's wrong with another game? I'm not opposed to another game. Yeah, like I, I, I they can keep the story going. There's thing. There's sto- there's story to tell in there. I mean, well, I don't know that they can do because the universe as it is is ruined. Yeah, allegedly. <clears throat> yeah. 
allegedly. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that in a little bit. We're talking about the ending as is right now. I really want everybody to read this Kotaku. Article. I read it. I read it too. Oh, you did read it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think she's spot on with everything she said. And she articulates what I am unable to articulate. Yeah, no, I see I had a good one for top 5 reasons why it should change. No, not that why why the ending wasn't good. It, it's not that it, they they should change it. But I I don't know where I, that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is a good book. defense of the the straightforward telling of the story. Um, I'm trying to see because she talked about. I'll just read another quote here. Self-sacrificing savior, savior shepherd is a central figure in modern Western mythology and has been for centuries. That's the core of Christianity, and it's a major factor in countless stories. Even at the subconscious level, the story of the redeemer who gives life. For the future of all has become a deep and immutable link in our collective narrative tradition. Shepard is practically the platonic incarnation of the messiahic archetype, inevitably martyred for the saving of all. And that's why I would be even be okay with him dying. I thought he was dead. And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. I would have been okay with Shepard dying, yeah. too. I'm, yeah. And a lot of people are complaining because there's no happy ending. And I'm fine that there's not Same really here. a happy yeah. ending. I just want to know more of what happens. That's my whole thing, why I hated the ending. I, yeah, I, I just... I, I, for the trilogy that I played, I feel like I got the closure I needed. Okay. I needed this. I needed something huge to happen, so huge that you know the 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 game, the story, and the universe will forever be changed. And you know, the, yeah, there's opportunity for other stories, but I wanted the Commander Shepard versus the Reapers to be finished. That's the story I wanted right. them to be told. But is it though? Yeah, I think for, it for is. you it was because you picked the destroy option first yeah. time, so you know they're all destroyed. Yeah. For like for for, for yeah. someone like me who who chose to control them like well you're an idiot well I want to I want to know I want to know because I'm I'm the type of person that needs to know like how how the ending you know that your choice at the ending changed like how was the synthesis one different from the 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 control one like maybe like, it's not well I don't know that's just it I don't know and I want to know that's my that's my thing yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. yeah yeah okay yeah no and I, and like I said I see your point and, and like that huge decision you. After that huge decision you make, there's very little difference in the endings. Right. And we already said, in most cases, all the Mass Effect relays get destroyed. Um, really, you could make up make something up in your head, and that's as good as what they sure. what they gave sure. you. But like that's that's kind of the point of it. Like the the details are you know up for grabs, and that's where the choice comes in is in the details. But everybody remembers the the specifics of of how it ended, and uh, there there was a shepherd, and there was a. Um, uh, you know the reaper force yeah um and yeah the details are, are the choices that you make and are up for grabs and that's why i think it was beautifully done because in a sense you're playing the game and by vert if you take the game as it is it's a game about choice and that kind of mani- manifests itself in a literal sense or literature i don't know how to say that sense i get it by, by the fact that literary literary sense that the yeah exactly the the details are you know lost with time mm-hmm. and that's kind of why i think they had that scene at the end with the older man telling the story of the shepherd mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah i don't know there it, it's it's something that can be talked about indefinitely well i think that was, that was their goal that was their goal and unfortunately upset a lot of people yeah 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 uh, they should not change it. And Eric said that in his news article last time and last week. And again, I, I kind of gave him crap for it because I was just going off what you know uh, the, the perspective of many fans, and I was trying to side with them. But after playing it, I I am completely satisfied with it. Are you? Makes me want to scream. See, I'm fine with the <laughs> the ending I picked. Like Dan said, I just want to know a little bit more. 
characters and, and, and everything. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and if there's another game, like, great. Then you'll find out more, maybe. That's fine. But uh, I understand the frustration because a lot of people think the ending is just uh, a victim of the, the corporate world in which we live and in which money has to be made. And uh, I feel like people think that Bioware and EA are just doing that to sell more DLC and sell more games. And I mean, I don't think that's the case. I don't think no, that's the yeah. case either. I think they took a big risk with the ending ending that they put in the game. I think it's brilliant. Do you? I really do. Oh yeah, I think I think it's really good if, too. If it had ended but. with with you being on the the ending, I expected would be you in the Citadel firing up the Crucible. The Reapers are dead. Hooray for the galaxy. That's the ending I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it took it to that next level that I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it brings up great questions. Do you want to get into the indoctrination theory? Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, it brings up some really. Will you know nothing about that? Right? No, I've not heard. Anything. So the popular theory on the internet now is the indoctrination theory. Which, uh, if you've seen the movie Inception, you kind of have a good idea of the indoctrination theory already. Yeah. And basically, <sighs> there's so many so many details to get into to talk there, about. There is really a lot. But basically, I'll read the because um, I have a, a note. Oh no, I don't have a note. Do you have uh, Do you have the, a quick summary of the? I'll do it. I read so much on this crap. Oh yeah, go ahead. Basically, what they think is that th- throughout the whole. I mean, the whole series that Shepard was slowly being indoctrinated due to his or her experience, uh, um, not experience, exposure, exposure, yeah. exposure to Reaper artifacts, Reapers themselves, um, being partially reconstructed based on Reaper technology, um, and that you're, you're in the third game, your, your indoctrination really starts to come to a head, um, especially with your, the dream sequences. Yeah. Um, they think that's a, that's a step and that you're fine. You know, you're, when you get knocked out by the by the reaper blast that's when you you go unconscious well they think there's a couple times when you go unconscious and and the whole end of the game is like a dream when, dream sequence when Har- after harbinger blows you. blows your brains out with the laser well not only that yeah. but people think it could be at when you when you pass out from blood loss in the citadel oh, they okay. think that could be a time could too could be up there too but i, I don't get that because one of the one of the main things for it is when you were talking to the elusive man um there's those black lines on the screen like the fingery lines yeah. which show during the dream sequences that you had and some people think that's because of the the elusive man's control, control over you yeah. uh-huh. but also some people think it's because of the indoctrination. Indo- indoctrination hallucination dream theory so essentially in in that uh indoctrination quote-unquote dream sequence the reapers are challenging the the will of the greatest human yeah um and they try to convince you to choose either the control or the synthesis and i mean there's and to to keep themselves alive keep themselves alive and they do that by making the paragon option the blue option one uh which is which wouldn't that control control Control, yeah and the middle one synthesis you know is kind of in the road and then the renegade option which you're used to on the right trigger is the one they don't want you to choose and that's because it's a dream sequence. Oh my god! And they're messing with you. Yeah, and that the the start they they the the I say keep saying star child, but the catalyst takes the form of the child because it's the child that you saw at the beginning of the game get blown away. Yeah, and, and you feel you, bad. You, yeah, you feel bad about that. So you're more apt to trust and listen to this person than uh, you know a normal vi. Holy, holy crap! All right, do you have something to say right no, now? Go ahead. Um, there's a. Did you watch the YouTube video? 
Which one? There's a 20-minute YouTube video called uh, Mass Effect 3 Shepherd's Indoctrination that no. basically runs through everything that yeah. would lead up to that thing. Right. Um, it, it's 20 minutes long. It's extremely well done. You would think it was from Bioware itself. It's just like a, it's a bunch of cutscenes and voiceovers. And at the bottom, while all this is going on, it has text that says, you know, why is this happening? Um, this is happening because he's indoctrinated, blah, 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 blah. And at the end, it asks a bunch of, bunch of questions. Do you want me to run through these questions yeah, go that, ahead. that mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. lead to the plot holes that would imply that it's indoctrinated? Um, what is the meaning of the dreams, which we kind of touched on already? Yeah. Why does nobody notice the boy? Yeah, not, not anyone noticed him in the entire game. Yeah. The little boy at the beginning. Um, right. Shepard's talking to him. Yeah. In the in the room, and Anderson's right there, but Anderson never acknowledges the boy. Yeah. And when the little boy is getting on the ship, no one helps him up. No one helps him up or looks at him or anything. Um, why would Shepard be immune to indoctrination? All these other characters are exposed and get indoctrinated. And yeah. He's immune. We're supposed to think he's immune. James also n- mentions a hum on the Normandy several. I think a couple times. Right. Yeah. That there's a, a hum, and that would be something that was yeah. put on the Normandy to help with the indoctrination by the elusive man who was indoctrinated. Yeah, he's like, oh, do, do you notice that hum? And and it's interesting because the Normandy is from the Cerberus yeah. whatever, yep. and there's still Cerberus technology on there. Yep. And as we know, Cerberus uses Reaper technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you taking off, Eric? Yeah, I'm going, everybody. Later, buddy. Bye, the Eric. She's itching to get me home. It is oh, half okay. an hour to me. And I'm now. not adding anything. So, And I've managed to pretty much pick up nothing. So oh, I'm good. impressed with my efforts. <laughs> nice good work, job, buddy. All right. We'll Have be seeing night. you. See you, Eric. Um, why does Harbinger take a special interest in Shepard? Why are there trees from the dream around the beam? If you notice, when you're first running to the beam, there's nothing. Uh, but after you get knocked out by Harbinger's beam, if you look around, there's the same kind of trees that are yeah. in the dream sequences. Yeah, because yeah, you're in the middle of London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, yeah, when you're – yeah, there's just ruined buildings everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, why does your sidearm have infinite ammo? I don't. That's not a very good one. Well, yeah. why do you? Why does? Why did I even have a sidearm? I never carried a sidearm yeah. the whole game. So why is the beam directly leading to the panel that opens Citadel's arms? Hmm. I mean, he gets he gets floated up in the Citadel, and he's basically right, right at the there. Yeah. right there. Right there. Uh, why are corpses everywhere on the Citadel, just like on the Collector's ship? How did Anderson enter the beam before Shepard? Yeah. And once he's there, he uh, he makes it there way ahead of you. Yeah. Way ahead Which of you. Is curious. What is the meaning? Oh, I already, we already did that one. Um, let me hang on. Sorry. It's a YouTube video, so I'm trying to, like, pan ahead. Why was Anderson teleported to another location? How did he arrive at the panel first? How did Hackett know that Shepard made it into the Citadel after the entire force had been decimated? Yeah. They, you could hear over the the intercom device or whatever. Uh, they say everybody's dead. Nobody made it. Time to pull out. But suddenly Hackett knows that Shepard's on the Citadel. Yeah. Um, why is Shepard bleeding at the same spot Anderson was shot? Yeah, if you remember, you shoot oh, Anderson. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah, because you don't take a bullet no. there. And then later on, you see, and like Shepard, like looks at his arm, and it's like covered in blood, and there's yeah. that spot there, and everything. Um, how come the Normandy escapes with Shepard's last two squad mates? How does that? Happen? That's what I said. That bu- that bugged me, and I noticed that right away. Wouldn't the explosion of mass relays cause supernovas, like in the Arrival? I didn't play the Arrival. Yeah, that's another good yeah, one. Yeah, because it blew out that. It blew up the whole Batarian system. Why can't Shepard kill the, the keepers or Anderson? Um, and what is the growl that Shepard hears on the Citadel? It, and that's why you have to watch this video because it picks up on even small audio cues yeah. and stuff like that. If you talk to the uh, – actually, if you listen to the, the catalyst, um, the 
the stereo on your your computer or whatever you're playing on, there's a left speaker and a right speaker. And out of the left speaker comes Shepard's voice, male Shepard's voice. Out of the right speaker comes female Shepard's voice. And through both of them comes the different catalyst voice. Yeah. So it's basically like using your own voice. Just another thing that that leads to the the dream sequence thing. Yeah. Um, Those are all the questions they have in this video. So, again, watch this video. But there's a lot of other stuff floating around. The the original thread where it all started was on the Bioware forums. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's, like, the the person who started the thread has so much stuff. It's crazy. Um, like, I'm looking at pictures here, and it has circled the rubble around the, the beam. And uh, if you go up close to it, it looks made like... Made up of bodies. Made up of bodies, yeah. like arms and legs. And the armor on it looks it's exactly Ashley. like Ashley Williams' armor. Yeah. Which... Yeah, I did see that. I did. Yeah. I did, too. <coughs> It's pretty insane, and I think it's it kind of sucks because if that's what they were going for, it's kind of ruined now. You know what I mean? Because they wanted they wanted to end it like that, and you know it would have been fun if people just figured it out on their own and they're like, "Wow, that's awesome!" But because if that's what they tried to do and it just went over everybody's head and everybody got mad, now they have to do something to kind of make it more apparent. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? You think that was the plan all along? I don't think that was the plan all along. I think uh, it's fans grasping at straws. Just coincidence. Yeah, um, but maybe not. I mean, well, if if there is going to be a company that's going to pull something like that off, it would be Bioware. Didn't I think Bioware said they're going to wait for more people to beat the game before they talk about that's it. That's another thing that, that they talked about. Yeah. So that kind of. I don't know. I th- I think if they that if that was their plan all along, I think that's incredible. And they had me indoctrinated because yeah. that's the whole thing is they wanted to indoct- they, they wanted the, the player, if they actually did this, they wanted the player to see what it was like to be indoctrinated. And they got me because I picked the control option, Same which here. doesn't destroy the Reapers. Because it seems weird that you end up doing what the elusive man wanted. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Boy, yeah. it makes me think about the uh, game Here's way a couple more. more. The creator, um, the catalyst knows to appear as the child even though you never told anyone what he looked like how old he was or what he was wearing mm-hmm. i mean it, there, if if you watch this video you'll be like man that doesn't seem so crazy after all um th- yeah there's just there's just so much so much to think about yeah and if you go to that thread we should try and post all these these links um, okay. of all this stuff yeah for the blog post for this episode yeah okay and i don't know i don't know I don't know what to say anymore. I'm at a loss for I don't, I don't know what to think, but I know my initial reaction when I beat the game was confusion. And then when I went to bed, I was stressed out and confused. And when I woke up the next day, I was even more stressed out and more confused. And it led me to drink a lot on St. Paddy's Day, <laughs> trying to forget everything. <laughs> yeah, so... Because I was displeased. Yeah, so you but were let down? I was let down. Uh-huh. And as I said, it's not even the ending itself. I just want a little more. I need some fill-in. I need to see why Joker pulled. But I like. I would like to think that the indoctrination theory is is true, and they're they're actually going to release the ending as free DLC in a yeah. couple months. I just think there's way too many coincidences for the indoctrination thing to not be true. No, I know. Maybe, yeah, maybe not in. It's insane. Yeah, maybe not in the in the sense that we just glossed over it too. I right. should say that if you want to really get into it, there's a ton of information about it. Yeah, this thread is picture is huge. breakdowns, um, all sorts of stuff. So, and a lot of it can be just attributed to like continuity errors and stuff. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's just there's just some things that are just like that. That's, how does that happen? Yeah, and and weird things that I even I, that I noticed 
when I was playing the game that didn't seem right, and I wasn't sure why, Yeah. but it listed what they were and why it didn't seem right when you were doing it. It's just like, how are the... the how is what the elusive man wants and what Saren want the the correct good choices. the good choices? You right. know, it's like well, that's just it. It, it. I just feel like if destruction is the right choice, and I think it is because it's the only one Shepard lives, um, then the indoctrination thing has to be true. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but if if you're a person that's only going to play through the game once, you you're probably not going to play through the game again, are you? Uh, I'm. I want to play. Through well, all through the of whole man. series again. Yeah. Right. Um. But like, if they're gonna do DLC and you already beat the game, what's the point in having DLC for a game you already beat if it's not gonna be tacked on to the end of the game? Yeah. Can't be tacked on to the end of the game if Shepard's dead, or if all the mass mass relays were destroyed. Yeah. You know. So it has because to be they the can't. They, they can't thing, travel. Right. I would think. Yeah. But we'll see. See, kind of what I want is how they do the Genesis for Mass Effect One to Two. <laughs> just like tying up all the character stuff, um, the fleets that remained, yeah, like Hackett and everything like that, mm-hmm. and uh, the Mass Effect relays being like, blown up. I just want to know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I couldn't answer with the indoctrination thing is how are the the Citadel doors open if the whole thing's a dream sequence? You know what I mean? Or maybe uh, maybe you never even fire the Crucible. I don't know. Maybe you just lost when the well, you you. What do you mean? Because if 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 people think that when you're when the your the dream sequence starts when the harbinger the, the harbinger takes you, uh, takes you out, yeah. yeah. Um, the the doors on the citadel right. aren't open yet, right? Right, they're still closed. Yeah. So does everything after that? Everything that after that is supposed to be a dream. dream. A dream. And what happens is because you know you get hit by the beam, um, you wake up. When you, if you pick the destroy option, start breathing at the end, you wake up in the pile of rubble in London, right before going up to the citadel. Yeah, yeah, because so that's, that's that's where that's where the you know the explosion hit. Mm-hmm. That's where you start fighting for control of your mind. That's the whole end things end oh, sequence okay. was you. The whole Star Child thing was you fighting for control of your mind and not against not, the Reapers. not against the Reapers. And if you choose choose the destroy option, you um you snap six, out of yeah it. you snap out of it exactly in the pile of rubble in london not you're not on the citadel or anywhere else you're you're still in london and you're just waking up and you're you're from yeah. it and and it, and the battle's not over the battle's not over right okay yeah that makes sense then i and it sucks because i don't know what they're gonna do with you if 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 that's what they intended and they just wanted to end it at that that sucks yeah that they now have to go in and do something more well one of the things one of the reasons why that i they might be doing that is because of the the plot leaked Right. Even the ending that that all that stuff leaked. So there's some other stuff that leaked that that didn't make it into the game or might be coming late as later DLC. But well, one of them is uh, the Omega. Omega. Yeah. Being taken Re- over and uh, Aria wants you to go back and take it. Back. Yeah. And that was that was one of them. But they they said that they you know they they put this ending in maybe changed it a little bit um, to make it be a dream sequence and then they're going to release the actual ending for the game later. And that was another theory that some people had had. Mm. for it so it's yeah there's just way too many metaphors and stuff and it could be it could be brilliant is the thing and i hope it is and just looking at this it's uh like the definitions of the word catalyst one that precipitates a process or event especially without being involved in or changed by the consequences which is spot on and the crucible a severe test as of patience or belief a trial like that's right on yeah 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 so we'll see 
We there, will see. There was a ah, there's a couple other times where they thought Shepard could have been unconscious. Yeah, right, right at the start of Mass Effect Three, I think was one of them. Was it that I read? Yeah. Okay. And I think there was another one. I want to say there was another time at the end of the game. Did your? I swear your shuttle crashed some sometime at the end, didn't it? And you got out of it unscathed. When Cortez is driving or flying? I don't know. No, I don't think so. <clears throat> Did it crash at all, at all on Earth that you were in it? It very well could have. I'd, I don't remember. I don't remember either at this point. Well, it crashes when you go to the Cerberus headquarters. Is that what you're thinking of? Mm, I don't think because so. Because you go in and they're all firing at you. And no, Cortez I don't think that's it. I, I swear it was on Earth. Can you check on that, Corey? Uh, what am I checking on? It does do you, is a shepherd and a shuttle that can, that crashes on Earth. Oh, I I don't know. I'll I do it real quick. That up because well, when does he take a shuttle again? Because you start walking right after you give your squad the pep talk. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't you know. take a shuttle after that. I don't. Know, I swear your shuttle get. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Well, you get picked up. No, I think Cortez. No, you. Don't, I don't think you do at all. Cortez drops you off to to destroy the. Is it like an anti-aircraft gun or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you're picked up by the other guy that you don't know. Yeah. With that one, tr- that one trooper who kind of became a character, but they did nothing with him. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Well, he just died. The guy that was with Anderson. Because he was with you when you charged on the hill. Oh, he was. Yeah. That's interesting. Because he was Anderson's that he was his best soldier on Earth that he had with him. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. There's just too many quins. I would recommend. Uh, watching this video for anybody who is interested in all this stuff. I'm going to do it tomorrow. And then, you know, kind of go from there because it does kind of cover a lot of the stuff. I'm definitely going to do it because I'm interested to see. Yeah, and it's it's really entertaining to watch. Bring it, Like I said, very well edited, but it brings up a lot of great memories about the games and stuff. Do, when Does it start just in the third one or does it uh, go no, back? No, I think to... it goes back because it includes stuff about Saren and the Elusive Man and stuff like that. Okay. So. Cool. That's crazy, though. Yeah, that's crazy. Went way over my head, and if that's the ending, yeah, you cool. weren't you weren't aware of any of that stuff. Well, no, like I picked up on some things. That no, I, I mean the indoctrination theory. No, I uh, didn't try to look up anything. Okay. I was trying to think of why why I was angry about the lack of closure. Yeah, because I thought it was a great ending. You know, making the three choices, <clears throat> all that was good. It's just the final cut scene kind of yeah. perplexed See, me. Yeah, I didn't think the ending was great. I thought it was it was fine, other than like not showing enough for me. Yeah, same here. So, <coughs> yeah. I, as I said, I didn't have a problem with the ending itself. It's just I didn't know what happened. You know, all confused. confused. I was just confused and angry. So too smart for me, really. Yeah. I think I was underestimating the story. If <laughs> if the indoctrination thing's true, you know, I did. I did. F- it did. The game felt weird after you got blown up by Harbinger. I know it did. It didn't yeah. it? Totally, it felt it really did. Really that's different. W- that's another reason why they think it's a it's a yeah. dream. And it was just little touches, and that video shows a lot of them, like the things they do with sound yeah. and uh, visuals and stuff. Another thing is the lack of boss battle. Oh yeah. After yeah. you fight Kai Ling, you don't fight a boss really. Well, he's the only boss you fight, really, isn't he? No. You fight. You fight. Uh, you fight a few Reapers. Yeah, you fight the Dreadnought on. Uh, oh right. Ranok. Yeah. <clears throat> that was um, intense. There's a, I, I think there was a couple others. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the first game, you fight Saren. At uh-huh. the end of the second game, you fight um, the, the human, human reaper. Oh, right, yeah. So there's it's no, crazy. There's no boss battle per se. We'll have to revisit it when more information becomes available. Yeah. That. If you have any opinions 
on anything we talked about, or if you even heard of the indoctrination theory. If you didn't, did it blow your mind? Like it blew mine when I first heard about it. Yeah, mine's blown right now. Yeah, yeah. We should start like a thread or something somewhere. And just talk with people that are interested. I'd love to. Yeah, I agree. We got to set up forums on our website. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to to look. How, into is it that. easy? I I tried to look up a little bit. Is it easy to do? I, I mean, have no idea. I'm I'm terrible with website design stuff. Yeah. So, well, if you if you. If you, I guess you don't have to, but if you make forums, then you have to have, like, usernames and people logged in, and there's, like, database management included with all that, and I don't know how it would all work. Hopefully, like, just Squarespace would run it off. I think they do. This is, has nothing to do with Mass yeah. Effect. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, let us know if you have an opinion. Um, if you don't, you don't have to keep it spoiler-free, I guess. We'll just tell people to stay out of the comments of this this page if, they, uh, if they're going to look at the post. Yeah. But, yeah, let us know what you think of the ending of Mass Effect 3, whether you liked or disliked it. I, I'm not against people liking it. I, It has redeeming qualities. I just, I'm with Will and not, you know, not knowing enough. But that's just me. So, yeah, I think that's everything everyone wants to say, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, yeah, so that'll do it for this special episode of Thumbstick Athletes, the Mass Effect 3 ending spoiler special. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I'm Corey. And... Finally, get out of my basement. <laughs> One, two, three, four.